This Marketplace podcast is supported by Harvest, painless time tracking for creative professionals and agencies worldwide. Harvest tracks billable hours anywhere, creates invoices in seconds, and builds powerful reports to help keep projects on budget. More at getharvest.com. Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California. We got a month. Anybody have any good ideas for what to do about the debt limit? Because there ain't nothing happening in Washington. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Make it a working lunch. Listen to the Marketplace Midday Update podcast for the day's top business headlines. Subscribe on iTunes or at marketplace.org slash podcasts. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdahl. This is the Marketplace Podcast for Monday, the 14th of January. Good as always to have you with us. So here is where we find ourselves with a month or so to go until the Treasury Department hits the debt limits. We're nowhere. No trillion dollar coin. The White House ruled that out this weekend. The president has already said he's not going to use the 14th Amendment as a way to say the debt limit is unconstitutional. So question number two at his press conference today from NBC's Chuck Todd was basically so. Mr. President, what are you going to do now? Chuck, what I'm saying to you is that there is no simpler solution, no ready, credible solution, other than Congress either give me the authority to raise the debt ceiling or exercise the responsibility that they have kept for themselves and raise the debt ceiling, because this is about paying your bills. Or, in not quite so many words, yeah, there is no plan B. We called Congress, by the way, to see what it had to say. Speaker of the House John Boehner did put out a written statement, but declined our invitation to chat. Gotta say, it does kind of seem like all these government shutdown threats and the debt ceiling squabbling and fiscal cliff part two, which looms ahead of us in a month or so, it does seem like nothing more than a high-stakes game of chicken, where the only way to win in a manner of speaking, is to lose, to stay on course no matter how perilous and not be the guy who turns away. So let's cue up an oldie but a goodie. Rebel Without a Cause, 1955, James Dean and the classic Game of Chicken. Hey, Toreador. Congress, either give me the authority to raise the debt ceiling. We head for the edge. Or the first man who jumps is a chicken. We're going to blow up the economy. Rebel Without a Cause, the annotated version, I guess you might call that. It's a good movie, gotta say. All right, the ticker symbol of the day this Monday is AAPL Apple, of course, which closed above $500 a share by the hair on its chinny-chin-chin. Because there was news this morning the company has had to cut its parts orders for the iPhone 5, fewer screens for it specifically, because demand is apparently running considerably less than expected. According to some reports, the cutbacks amount to as much as half of previous production amid worries that competition from Samsung and other Android phones is finally taking a chunk out of Apple's profits. Here's our senior business correspondent, Bob Moon. Yes, Apple is still the world's most valuable company, and yes, it virtually created the smartphone market. But Georgetown University marketing professor Ronald Goodstein says today's news is the most dramatic indication yet that the iPhone is being seriously threatened. I think it's a really bad time for Apple. At the beginning of 2011, the research firm IDC reports the iPhone's global market share was 23%. In this past holiday season, it was down to 14%. But at Endpoint Technology Associates, analyst Roger Kay still sees that as respectable. 
particularly when you realize that Apple has the most profitable segment. They actually get better margins than anybody. Kay is concerned about reports that Apple is under pressure to sell a cheaper version of the iPhone. He says that harkens back to the early 1990s when its computer business was in serious trouble. The problem was somewhat the same. It was a higher quality experience and it cost more. And people really did make decisions based on money. So they looked at it and said, wow, I really love those Macs, but I just can't afford them. And they go buy a PC reluctantly. The company was nearly on death's door until the return of its wunderkind founder. iPhone. Today... Apple is going to reinvent the phone. Now, Georgetown professor Ronald Goodstein says Apple is relying on reinventing products that he says are losing their cool. I don't think another version of anything for them is going to equal cool. They've got to truly innovate again. And this time, Goodstein says the challenge is there is no Steve Jobs to come to the rescue. I'm Bob Moon for Marketplace. The flu is, as of Friday, officially an epidemic. The Centers for Disease Control said so, and they also said they really...